The following recording is offered by the Village Zendo. For more information, please visit villagezendo.org. Isn't it lovely to see the Zendo uh, as a as one more of the many uh, many windows into each other's homes and places of practice? It's great to see. Uh, you know, and we're we're really fortunate uh, to be able to gather together. I mean, it's just not an easy thing uh, to organize, and we do it uh, so regularly. Uh, we practice and consider different aspects of the teachings. Uh, I hope you appreciate, as I do, uh, the willingness of all the teachers and the senior students to uh, speak about the Dharma, to sign up and <laughs> and do it. I mean, there's a whole kind of background to that, but who's going to sign up and at what time, and, and people prepare for that. And it's a... It's a wonderful way to encourage us all to practice deeply. So I'm grateful. And today, uh, what I'm struck with uh, here in the Northern Hemisphere uh, in New York City uh, are the teachings of April. Uh, April right here where I am. Uh, because we are a bloom. Uh, and if you are not, Surely you will be if you're further north, or maybe you've passed through this time if you're further south. Uh, you know, I live two blocks from Washington Square. Uh, and right now, if we were to all go over there together, which wouldn't that be fun? Uh, if we were all to go over there, we would find crowds of people gathered to look at the blooms and the blossoms. Uh, blankets of daffodils and... Uh, beds of tulips. Uh, it's, it's amazing. Cherry and apple blossoms. It's April. People are gathered taking photographs and just bearing witness to the liveliness of spring. Mid-April, you know, promises so much. Uh, and then gives us a disappointing cold front <laughs> that comes blowing in. Uh, and then visual brilliance. To me, it's a reminder of the impermanence of everything moment to moment. It's just not all the same ever. And April shows us this in such a beautiful way. Um, We love spring with all its brilliance and colors. Uh, it's like a promise of life. And so on the one hand, we can really appreciate those joyous aspects of spring. And also, spring can be painful. Immediately. We can think of uh, T.S. Eliot's heartbreaking first line of his poem, The Wasteland. April is the cruelest month. You remember that? 
April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. Isn't that, that contrast, that contrast, it's so zen. <laughs> Why is it cruel? Why is it the cruelest month? Maybe because when we're sad, depressed, maybe fearful, we don't rejoice when the lilac blooms. We don't rejoice at the quickening of the roots, at the promise of a spring rain. When we witness what we know in our hearts to be joyful, but in our own hearts, we feel no joy. That's a cruel month. You see the crowds gathered around the cherry trees, and yet there's a sadness. What is that? Even in cruelty, our hearts are touched. The bare tree branches suddenly cloaked in pink, in white, even purple blossoms. What is that? Momentarily showing us, teaching us the inevitable change of color in our own lives. Here's a haiku by a woman who was incarcerated in Denson Valley, the Jerome internment camp uh, in Arkansas during the internment of the Japanese-Americans uh, during the Second World War. There's, there's a wonderful book of haiku from those people, uh, separated from their homes, from their communities, from friends and family. She writes, vision of loneliness I endure in the green of spring. Visions of loneliness I endure in the green of spring. Her name was Reiko. Consider how you might meet the spring blossoms today. The poet's phrase, endure, offers a treasure of teachings for us, if you consider it. She endures. It's a quality of mind, a way of surviving, suffering. Not just a moment of suffering, but enduring over a period of time. It has a quality of hardness, toughness durability. She expresses loneliness in the green of spring, in the midst of the tenderness of the rapture of spring. She endures. And it may be that some of you are a little like that these days. 
as the sun and the spring rains tempt us and tempt the blossoms on the trees and bushes and in the ground to burst forth. And yet, we might be faced with disturbing and frightening news. You have only to look at the politics of where most of us live. Threats to the newest other. Whatever group has become the victim of our human tendency to separate from and to create and demonize an other. So these breathtaking blossoms can also remind us of the disharmony and menace created by industrial pollution, the guns, the racism, the intemperate mob. What teachings do we turn to? at such a tender time as this to help us navigate the joy of spring, the joy of April and its edges, the dangers implicit in all of life. Thinking about this, I said to myself, guess what? This is not a new problem. Here's a spring verse from a 12th century Japanese poet monk, Saigyo, 12th century Japan. Whatever it is, I cannot understand it, although gratitude stubbornly overcomes me until I am reduced to tears. Whatever it is, I cannot understand it although gratitude stubbornly overcomes me until I am reduced to tears. It seems to me that Sagyo is teaching us something about allowing ourselves to feel what we're feeling without separating and trying to understand. Simply experience the feelings that evoked by the season, by the landscape, by the conditions of our life. There's no one right way, is the teaching, to express and to experience what is happening in our life right now, our spring. There's another teaching that sustains me uh, and it's Dogen's poem. He talks about spring blossoms, peach blossoms. Dogen writes, petals of the peach blossom unfolding in the spring breeze, sweeping aside all doubts amid the distractions of leaves and branches. That is great. Petals of the peach blossom unfolding in the spring breeze, sweeping aside all doubts amid the distraction of leaves and branches. What doubts do you think are being swept away? What doubts do you sweep away 
as you meet the spring in your life this year at this time. Is there any doubt about the interconnected fundamental beauty and blessing of life? Can you doubt that? You know, when we're faced with troubles and fears, even a joyful time like spring can offer us refuge, can offer us a way to be at peace and find healing, even in the midst of our ship. You know, we humans, uh, we want to find an answer. We want to find a solution, uh, some idea or experience that's going to protect us from suffering, protect us from our troubles. But what, what if we just listened to our life as it is in this spring? As the teacher Dogen Zenji would say, to study the way is to study the self. To study the self is to forget the self. To forget the self is to be enlightened by the 10,000 things. To study the way is to study the self. To study the self is to forget the self. To forget the self is to be enlightened by the 10,000 things. Washing, walking through my park, can I experience the blossoms? Can I experience the tourists that are taking photographs of the blossoms? Can I experience the man who is practicing his electric guitar next to the blossoms? You know, we can face our suffering at such a joyful time. Where do we go for refuge? Where do we go for peace? Look inside, Dogen tells us. To be deeply inter intimate with our, with our own being our own moment-to-moment -moment experience. And doing that, realize that we're not separate from the guy learning the Jimi Hendrix run on his, on his electric guitar or the Asian tourists taking photographs of our plum blossoms. Dogen tells us, study the self and then drop that very focus on the self. To study the way is to study the self. To study the self is to forget the self. And then see the self as part of everything. To forget the self is to be enlightened by each thing, by each thing that we encounter. Every blossom, 
that adorns the tree, every blossom that falls to the earth, enriching the soil again. What would it be like to step out of our self-absorption and be enlightened by the 10,000 things? Might we feel strong and flexible, alive to what we encounter? I find much peace in poetry, as you all know. I often am quoting uh, from poets. Basho wrote, Each poem is a tiny door, or better still, a window. Light as a snowflake, slippery as a whale, poised as a candle, silent as an orchid. We've walked a long way together. Somewhere ahead of us, a horse whinnies, a crow calls, a beetle's becoming a firefly. The horse and the crow are a poem. The firefly lights the way. Such a beautiful evocation of his life, Basho, the great poet. The firefly lights the way. Can you just drop your idea of philosophy and allow the firefly to light your way? To let go of the story for a moment? The story that you suffer from? So I, I took those notes about the cherry blossoms and everything uh, on Monday. And I went back to the park yesterday. And I see that the cherry blossoms have disappeared. They've dropped to the earth. And now there's just fresh green leaves everywhere. All over those trees. And the daffodils, they're exhausted, retreating to the earth. And only the tulips are holding forth. What's holding forth for you today, at this time, at this time of day? Bold like a red tulip? Or prescient, like the unknown seedlings stretching through the top of the earth. Or those quietly adding green, turning to brown. Is it even possible for you to view your life as a part of the great unfolding? To view your life as part of the great unfolding of time and matter. Entering the spring of your life, no matter where you are or what age you are, it is spring for you. Enjoy this brief, brief time.
as we say in Zen at the end of every retreat, may your life go well. But I do want to, to also end this with a message, uh, which is that this Saturday, we have our annual Village Zendo members meeting. Every spring, we have one uh, members meeting to report to you uh, the status of the Zendo and uh, a, a kind of our appreciation for all the folks behind the scenes that do so much to, to make this work. Uh, and how we see continuing to support our work. Uh, so the member, the meeting is for members, uh, members only. Uh, and please join us if you are a member. And if you're not a member, there's still time <laughs> to become a member. You can uh, look on our website and, and see what's involved with that. Uh, we'd appreciate that. Uh, so that's four o'clock on Saturday uh, at our regular Zoom site. And uh, love to have you join us. Thank you. And enjoy the last days of spring. <laughs>